Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, uh, Tim Edwards, and uh, joining me this morning is uh, our Operations Manager of GRSA, Mr. Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Good, Tim. Great to be here. We're, we're unfortunately one down this morning, uh, Diane Germanovic. Our um, marketing manager, she's just unavailable. She'll be back next week, but it will just be us two this morning. Yeah, we're flying solo today. Us two here on the Dogcast. It's our fifth edition. We've got uh, a lot of things to talk about coming up. We've got the review, of course, of the Strathalbyn Cup night on Sunday night. Uh, an emotional night. We'll talk about that shortly, but success for Tony Rasmussen there with the Cup win uh, with Shimmer Breeze. We'll also preview the upcoming meetings this week, of course, Thursday night, headquarters at Angle Park. And we'll look back at, uh, of course, uh, this time last year, we had the Top Gun Stayers. And, of course, Bogey Beckham was the winner of that amazing race last year for Benny Rawling, so we'll be looking back at that uh, particular race last year. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Our Week in Review is brought to you by Chase's Restaurant, the famous all-you-can-eat buffet at only $30 every Thursday night at Angle Park, only at the Dogs. And our Week in Review was highlighted, Tim, by a very emotional uh, farewell to the Strathalban Greyhound Racing Club, who ran their last meeting on Sunday night, highlighted uh, by a fantastic win in the Strathalban Cup final by Shimmer Breeze, trained by Tony Rasmussen. But very emotional night. Uh, a lot of uh, old and new faces there, but um, tears in the eyes as we farewelled Strathalban, who's been a fantastic contributor to the SA Greyhound Racing industry since 1971. And I'm sure there's plenty of memories that many people from the greyhound racing industry have got over the years. And it was a fitting send-off that they had such a, a good crowd there. Beautiful weather. And, um, yeah, it was a fitting farewell on the night. Yeah, sure was, Sean. I wasn't able to be there. Of course, I was in Mount Gambia, but uh, listening to some of the racing there on Sunday night, it was a fabulous night. And uh, and speaking to Brenton Yates after the event, he mentioned that there was a big crowd there and uh, everyone out got out there to support the uh, the big night for the Strathalban Greyhound Club. It's been a, a wonderful track for many years. And I know as a broadcaster, Sean, um, for myself going there in the beginning, I, I do remember the early days where we had the dual meetings, the Harness and the Greyhounds, running together at the same time and uh, that was quite a feature of course uh, one would finish and the other one would start and uh, uh, they have a lot of great memories there at Strathalban the track's now closing in readiness for the Murray Bridge circuit opening in December but um, the final itself won by Shimmer Breeze uh, quite astonishingly uh, Sean this Greyhound went up a big price and a lot of punters took a, a, a big dividend there about Shimmer Breeze winning the final there on Sunday night yeah definitely Tim uh to UBET's credit, they're putting their markets up uh, quite a little bit earlier than normal. And the, obviously, cup races, they put up a few days in advance. And I think uh, Shimmer Breeze went up around $18. Mm, and I'm yeah. pretty sure people jumped into that. And even on the day, the dog was still tumbling in. It started about 4 or $5. Mm. So they certainly were on the right dog. I think they felt um, if Shimmer Breeze didn't lead, it certainly had enough speed to race up on the speed. And, and that proved to be the case. And with... Um, Springbridge, who was also reasonably well supported, uh, drawing badly and then having to weave his way through the field again, charging home. But again, the, the job was just a bit too big for Springbridge. Terrific result for Shimmer Breeze. And, and Shimmer Breeze has been going fantastically well, went great through the Derby Series, yeah. 
won its heat last week. And at $18, uh, good luck to whoever jumped into it. Yeah, definitely. So um, Springbridge and Spring Bloom were the two favourites. And I guess they, there was an element of risk about both of those two because they're a bit slow early and they do need a bit of luck. So as a punter, you look for something that was going to be up on the speed and, and out of the trouble. And that's what Shimmer Breeze was. And a real thrill for Tony Rasmussen winning the cup there with Shimmer Breeze. We'll talk to Tony a bit later on on the dog cast. As you said, Spring Bridge ran second. Um, and it was a great race. And of course, the final ever race there at Strathalbyn on Sunday was won by Zoometrical, one for the the Quizmasters in years to come. Shauna, who was the last Greyhound to win at Strathalbyn before it shut down? Well, the answer is Zoometrical. Yeah, John Sargent did a great job to win the last ever race leading throughout. Um, yeah, and we uh, gave a bit of a toast on the night to the Strathalbyn Club and Committee. Great farewell. Tony Rasmussen, who won the Cup, he was... Uh, not doing cartwheels like they did at the Million Dollar Chase, apparently the yeah. guy who won the million dollars there. But um, Grant, he's been he's been hoping to win this race and it's a fitting fitting that he did um, last ever meeting. And there was other great races on a, on a really good supporting program uh, with the likes of Silver Timothy taking out the Consolation. Uh, Aston Marshall won the Les Newton. Mm. Um, and Pat Mole had a race named after her um, with Viper's Mission winning and she was quite emotional. She's been a stalwart of the club. She has. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was... It was, uh, yeah, a bit sad and positive moving forward. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, a part of SA's Greyhound racing history that finished up. Yeah, it would have been a thrilling night there on Sunday night. Of course, the the Strathalbyn Cup, big crowd, as you said, Sean, and the weather gods came uh, to play as well. It was a fabulous night. Uh, weather-wise. Uh, that was Strathalbyn on Sunday. Um, earlier in the week, of course, Sean, we had the classic prelude heats. Um, of course, Victor Caleb was uh, a winner of one of the heats there, ran 30.03, trained by Mick Giniotis, defeating Springvale Diva and Grand Chaos. And the other heat was won by Victor Susie for Mick Giniotis, defeating Times Right. Uh, and Agent 13. So that final, I think, is that Thursday night, Sean? Yeah, that's Thursday night. Um, so all those dogs are in this Thursday night. They're all heading towards the Group 3 Brian Johnson, which is going to be conducted next month. Unfortunately, the, the numbers are quite um, small yep. through this series. So we're going to be going heats to semis to finals. So hopefully we get a, a, a three heats into two semis into a final. But there's definitely quality in the final on Thursday night, which we might uh, talk yeah. about in our uh, <clears throat> Thursday night preview, um, is an excellent final. But, yeah, probably a little bit disappointing the way the numbers are. Yeah, okay. That was Wednesday, of course, last week. Um, of course, Thursday night last week. It was just an, you know, it was a, a normal Thursday night program. I guess the highlight for me calling the event last Thursday night was Kenley Jet back into the winner's list. Uh, he, of course, won the Stayers event, uh, defeating Jeebus Bird, who's going great guns at the moment and on fire ran third in that race uh, all three of those greyhounds i think uh, clash on thursday we'll talk about that in the preview as well but canley jet good to see him back into the winners list he ran 43 24 last thursday night yeah a great call by you tim uh canley jet surprisingly led i think yeah. no one thought that he'd lead from the one i mean he, he can show some speed but generally that's not his go he likes a little bit wider on the track but leading and then he ran 43 24 which is a fantastic run we also saw Nations, again, put in a fantastic performance. Mm. And, and we, um, we'll we talk to Tony again later in the show. But I think he's heading towards the Hume Cup heats, which is Saturday night at the Meadows. Right. So we'll see what he's got nominated there. But Nations just look is crying out for 600. Mm. Um, and he'll be a big chance. He's won at the Meadows before. So could be some more feature races uh, heading their way. Yeah, that, of course, uh, was the week that was in Greyhound Racing. Of course, the highlight being the Strathalbyn Cup final on Sunday. So that was the week that was in Greyhound Racing in South Australia last week. 
It's here, the 2018 Gawler Gold Cup on Sunday, November 4. A great value night out for the whole family. Full of hot greyhound racing action with free face painting and rides for the kids. Plus food vans, music, on-course bookies and more. The 2018 Gawler Gold Cup, Sunday, November 4. Entry is just a gold coin donation. Gates open at 4.30pm, racing from 5.30pm. Nixon Terrace, Gawler. Gamble responsibly. The preview. Our preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. And Tim, Thursday night, as we mentioned before, is highlighted by the 2018 Classic Two Prelude Final. If you cast your eyes over Thursday night's meeting and yeah. had a look at that one and any uh, interesting races that we can find some winners for our listeners. Yeah, Thursday night, fields were out yesterday. Um, look, the cal- Classic Prelude Final, as we saw with the heats, draws together an interesting field. I think time's right. I know he got beaten in the heats Uh I still think he's probably going better than some of the others. Victor Susie's going really well, no doubt about it. Uh, Victor Caleb's going really well as well, drawn the pink, shows good speed. But I think from box two, I, I still have to be with Times Right, Sean, in that race. I've got him slightly ahead of Victor Susie and Victor Caleb. They do look to be the main three. Agent 13's got a bit of speed drawn the inside as well. So perhaps if I was playing a first four in that race, I'd be taking numbers one, two, four, and eight, but I'm slightly with Times Right. Yeah, I'm with you with that. If I was looking at best bet on the program, I think Times Right will bounce back. Race five, number two. Um, yeah, unfortunately was beaten last week. String mm. of wins prior to that. I think he's a really good dog in the making, and he'd be my best bet on the night. I'm, I'm with you with that. I think he's the one. Yeah, Cameron Butcher knows how to get a dog ready for the finals, so uh, good luck there with all the participants in the classic prelude. A couple of others there I was keen on on the program. I think Crocodile Crush is ready to win. Uh, race three, number four. He's had the two runs uh, back in South Australia since going up to Darwin. Uh, both of his runs, he's closed off really well, and I think Thursday night, Sean, he gets his chance for mine. He's drawn box four, and and I said, well, uh, we might touch on that with Tony Rasmussen when he joins us, but I think the dog's ready to win. Yeah, definitely a race for him. He did win the Darwin Cup uh, mm, yeah. at group three level, so the dog's got feature race form around him in the, in the Rasmussen kennel. He say, I think he's ready to go. So it'll be interesting to get Tony's thoughts on him. And the other one I like was in the last. I think Machachos is a dead set railer, uh, draws the red, race 11, number one. Uh, look, don't expect to get a great price about him, but he should be winning us. As we saw two starts ago, when he drew down near the rail, Sean at Gawler, he blew them away. And then uh, last start, he ran a very good second from a middle draw. So back to the rail where he likes it. I think it'd be very hard to beat. Yeah, progressive dog. Um, he stepped up to the 500. He was very impressive last week in running second. Um, I agree with you. Ben's got his team going quite well at the moment. One to throw out, just at very, very long each wad, each mm. way odds for the listeners. Race 10, number one, deflection for Kim Johnson. Its mm. form is pretty ordinary, but it is a dead set railer. It's going to be double figure odds. Um, it needs a fair bit of luck early, but it wants box one. It's got box one over 500. It's going to be long odds. Uh, be, uh, I think it can run well. Yeah, we'll certainly see how deflection goes. That's, of course, Angle Park Thursday, an 11-race card. First race due at 6.37 local time. Um, quaddy legs look very difficult. Classic Prelude is one of the quaddy legs race number five, so uh, I think punters will have to go as wide as they possibly can afford there on Thursday night with the quaddy. Uh, we just heard a, a bit of a wrap there for Gawler coming up, Sean, just before we t- uh, finish off with the, uh, the, the review, I guess, of this week's racing, uh, the preview, I should say. 
Um, Gawler Cup Night, the 4th of November. It's coming around really quickly. We've got the heats next week. All of a sudden, the Cup's upon us at Gawler. Yeah, it, it has. I mean, we we program the Strathalwyn Cup in between. Normally, there's that bit of a, a, a lag between the Adelaide Cup and Gawler Cup in preparation. Strath Cup, and so it's come right on top of us. So one would expect to see a lot of the dogs who competed at Strathalbyn mm. head towards Gawler. I noticed Tracy Price is trialling uh, Smart Knocker there. He's got a team in... Uh, Today, Today, Tuesday. Yeah, yep. um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. He's a very nice dog. Uh, we'll see if, if Tony Rasmussen's got some dogs heading that way. Uh, but you'd expect to see all the all the big guns there. I know Alpha Aeon's racing there today, along yep. with Master Chaos, who made the Group 1 Adelaide Cup Finals. Um, so it's going to be really good. The heats are going to be uh, next Tuesday. This Sunday, we're also going to have the Classic uh, Sprint which is for 400-metre dogs. Right. Um, heats are going to be this Sunday and also for the 6.43 stayers. So some really nice types this Sunday for the Heats and they'll also be on uh, uh, Gawler Cup final night, yep. Sunday the 4th of November. Yeah, Sunday the 4th. Lock that one in, people. Uh, Sunday the 4th of November at Gawler will be a nighttime meeting and uh, now with daylight saving, it'll be perfect conditions out there at Gawler, no doubt about it. So just recapping those selections for Thursday night before we wrap it up. Uh, I like race three, number four, Crocodile Crush, and race 11, number one, Machachos. Sean, you're with Times Right, race five, number two, and you're also keen on deflection, race 10, number one. Yeah, each way deflection for sure. All right, that's the preview this week uh, for uh, Greyhound Racing in South Australia. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids. That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Interview. Yes, well, this week's interviews with uh, a man that uh, I guess all the punters and all the participants know him very well here in South Australia. When you pick up the form guide, his name's always in there. He's got a stack of greyhounds here in South Australia. And I'm uh, talking about Tony Rasmussen. Uh, hello, Tony. Welcome to the Dogcast. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. Very good, Tony. Very good. We're looking forward to chatting to you. It was a massive night for you on Sunday night. We'll touch about that shortly. Uh, just on your own individual performance, I remember talking to you early this year at the Greyhound of the Year Awards and uh, uh, a wonderful season for yourself and Lisa last year. You, you trained over 157 winners. That's a remarkable performance for a, a trainer uh, you know, with a fair team of greyhounds, but you've still got to get the job done. So congratulations on that, Tony. And, and t- things are ticking along pretty well for you this year as well. Well, this year we've actually concentrated on getting some better dogs, and Tim Aloisi and Matt Lehman, of course, have supplied us some very good dogs. Anjo Minnelli is one of the outstanding dogs in our kennel, and um, as you know, Shimmer Breeze is coming through, and she looks like she's going to be something pretty special as well. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, and, of course, Shimmer Breeze winning the Strathalbyn Cup on Sunday night, Tony. Uh, look, at the last ever Strathalbyn Cup meeting, I guess emotional for many, and I reckon it would have been emotional for yourself because you've been part of that club for a long time. And uh, am I right in saying, is that your first uh, Strathalbyn Cup winner? Yes, it's taken me 21 years to win the Strathalbyn Cup. We've run second and third many, many times, but never actually won it. So yeah. it was really good to win it on the last one 
Yeah, right. yeah, definitely. So you ran second last year with Barton Bale, who was one of the hot favourites, and, and Shimmer Breeze this year. Um, first of all, on Shimmer Breeze, uh, you must have been confident going into the race because it's a greyhound that can race on the speed, and it was heavily supported in some of the uh, the fixed odds markets. Well, they brought her out at $18, and we just couldn't believe that. So um, the owners and myself, we've all had a bit of a crack at that, you know, and mm. I thought the key to the race was, was Shimando to to um, lead up and cut across in front of the other dogs, which give her a clean run out. And she got that uh, right up on the speed. She was able to get up nice and close on the pace and was able to hold on to score. Uh, some of the favourites were out the back early and running on, but uh, a credit to yourself to get Shimmer Breeze ready for that race, Tony. Um, your involvement in Strathalbyn in the club itself, uh, what's some of your roles that you've taken place with at the Strathalbyn Club in the past? Well, I was the track manager there for a couple of years. I used to help Neil out. Neil and I worked together well and truly, and He'll actually come up to me on, on Sunday night and said thanks for the help and the and, you know the advice and the information I gave him when I was involved. Um, I was president for a short time, but I had to resign from that due to you know too much time and not enough time and, and a lot happening at home. Um, I was on the committee for a few years uh, and I drove the lure there for quite some time, race meetings and trial nights. Yeah, so you've done basically everything up there at the Strathalbyn Club. So to see the doors close, uh, obviously you got pretty emotional about it on Sunday, but obviously you can see the future with Murray Bridge. Look, Strathalbyn is one of the best tracks you can ever have for young dogs. I hope Murray Bridge can take over from there. Um, because they have the, the arm, the low arm there, it's good for the young pups, which they are broken in on at most broken in tracks. Mm. I know we, we're looking at the hoop arm in the future, but I think we also need to bring that other arm back in for young dogs when we're breaking them in and trialling them at Murray Bridge. How many dogs in your kennel at the moment, Tony? Because obviously we pick up the form guide every day and you've got multiple dogs in each day. How many dogs are yourself and Lisa training between the pair of you? Between the two of us, I've got 26. Lisa's down to 16 at present. Um, we're just getting a few new ones in now. So, you know, between the two of us, around the 40, 42 we, we normally have. And obviously that's uh, a busy time for you, I guess. Uh, morning and night, I guess having that many greyhounds in action. We spoke to Ryan Tugwell last week on the Dogcast and he said how you know, important a routine is in the morning, getting the dogs uh, fit and ready for race day. Yeah, so we start at quarter to six every morning. So we're out of bed at 5.30. Um, Lisa and I do all the mornings ourselves, unless we actually go away, which is very seldom. Mm. Um and then we, we um, our dogs get a breakfast in the morning, so that means you've got to prepare a breakfast for every dog. We work them in the mornings, and then 10.30 we empty out again, and then 1 o'clock we empty out again, and then at 4.30 we empty out again, and 10, 10.30 at night they last empty. So it's a, it's a full-on day's uh, process for yourself and Lisa. Um, must be tiring. I saw you at the Greyhound of the Year Awards earlier this year, and I reckon it's the first time I've seen you, Tony, look excited, I guess, for the last 12 to 18 months about the future of Greyhound racing in South Australia. You, you were quite chirpy on the night, and you'd won a few awards, and I reckon I could see a glint in the eye again to say that, you know, racing as far as a trainer is concerned for you, um, you know, you're still going to do it for a bit longer, aren't you? Well, Lisa and I looked at going to Queensland, actually, and we still haven't, you know, cut that out of our, out of our ideas. But at this stage, we're staying in South Australia for the next couple of years. Um, we've um, got a lot of pups actually being reared at Peter Sims over in New South Wales. We've got 14 over there at present. Um, and we're just buying a couple more now. And as you can, as you know, we bought a, a race dog that's that um, Corborn Suede. I think he's going to be a good dog in this state. Yeah. Um, 
Matt, Matt and Tim, they're looking at buying about another half a dozen dogs. Yep. So, you know, we are staying here and we are excited to stay in this state, yes. What's the plan with Shimmer Breeze and also the likes of Nations and Honcho Manelli, uh, Tony? Are they heading, any of those heading towards the Gawler Cup heats next week? Uh, Shimmer Breeze, Shimando and Honcho Manelli are going to the Gawler Cup. Um, Nations and Corborn Suede are heading over to Meadows on Saturday night for the heats of the Hume Cup. Right, OK. So Nations is heading over there as well. He's been going great guns, so he would be a great chance over there. Well, he's been to the Meadows, mm. and he ran good time over 600, so that's why we thought we'd put him in. What about the Adelaide Cup, Tony? Were you disappointed with Honcho Manelli, or were you proud of the run? He got a long way out of his ground, as he normally does, but, gee, flashed home hard, didn't he? Oh, I'm very proud of his run. You know, that dog's nearly four years old now. Yeah. Um, I was. If, it would have been a different story, I think, if he drew out where he wants to be in seven and eight, but um, it was a big effort to run third, and we were, we were stoked with the dog, yes. You've had a lot of great dogs over the years, Tony. Um, for, for the listeners out there, I guess, what's been your best couple of greyhounds that uh, that you've trained in your career? Because you've had a great career as a trainer. Who would be the top two in your in your uh, in your career so far? Okanui and Honcho Manelli are our, our top two dogs. Here and at the if you go back, yeah, here at Angle Park. Yep. If you go back further, Fari Vale. Mm. He was a really good seven hundred meter dog. He represented South Australia in the nationals, and so did Abdon Vale. You know, so. There's four or five dogs there that really stand out to us. And before we close off, Murray Bridge, we, we touched on it just briefly earlier. It, it's coming up pretty quickly. Uh, you must be excited about Murray Bridge just around the corner from your house, and uh, obviously you'll be tackling that track uh, pretty much every meeting. Yes, we are going to attack that track pretty well much every meeting. We normally, as a family, have a Sunday Sundays off and we catch up with the kids and things, but we're just starting to work a program and change things around so we can support Murray Bridge's as much as we can. Oh, that's fabulous news, Tony. Murray Bridge certainly wouldn't be the same without you. Uh, we look forward to seeing your dogs up there. And, and best of luck with the future, with everything that's going on at the moment. You've got some great dogs in training, and I know that uh, you're a big supporter of Greyhound Racing in South Australia, and best of luck with everything, Tony. And thanks for joining us on the fifth edition of the Dogcast. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Tony Rasmussen there, one of our leading trainers, or the leading trainer here in South Australia. The Flashback. With the group racing heading to the Meadows on Saturday night with the top gun for the sprinters and the stayers, it's fitting that our flashback comes from 12 months ago. We're at the Meadows where we are able to relive Bogey Beckham's amazing win for Ben Rawlings over the great Fanta Bale in that event. What a moment for trainer Ben Rawlings it was, defeating the nine-time group one winner uh, in a fantastic race. Stayers, top gun. Box here, they're set. Ready? And racing, fair of our way, brilliantly out in the centre. And the favourites going to go straight to the lead, settling down. Teddy Manelli trying to go through. Around the outside of that point was Billy's Bacon. They were followed by Ring the Bell and then Bogey Beckham. Burn one downs back at the tail of the field. Well back, Catalora. Heavy River, fair of our leads with under a lap to go. By five lengths out of the straight. Ring the Bell is second, followed by Bogey Beckham third. Three lengths away then came Teddy Manelli. Burn one down, caught up in traffic. Third last down the back and then came Billy's Bacon, Catalora. Fair of our down the back, four or five lengths. 
lengths clear. Bogey Beckham around the outside with a run, followed by Ring the Bell, and they were followed by Ebony Ripon. There's no sign of burn one down. Into the straight Fanta Bar, the leader. Bogey Beckham is trying to close on the outside. Bogey Beckham takes lead and wins it from Fanta Bar. Ring the Bell, followed by Ebony Ripper, and then came Burn One Down, followed in behind them there by Teddy Minnelli, Catalora, and Billy's Bake, and the time is around 42.64. Well, Tim, what a fantastic win it was for Ben. We had Ben on the dog cast a couple of weeks ago and he said Bogey Beckham's now relaxing at home with him on the couch. So 12 months ago, winning group events, beating what's regarded one of the best yeah. dogs ever to grace the, the track in Fanta Bale and he's at home now 12 months later. Yeah, well, Ben's certainly looking after him, isn't he? And, and why shouldn't he? Uh, Bogey Beckham's been a great dog for him, and that was just one of the many, many wins that Bogey Beckham's uh, strung together for Ben over the years. So, uh, yeah, he's been a wonderful dog, and he came so close last year to winning the Greyhound of the Year Award, Sean, at the end of the year. It was very close. I think it was only one point separating uh, the winners in the end, but, uh, gee, what a dog he's been, and, and that was just a marvellous win in the Top Gun stairs, and uh, to run down Fanta Bale, well, not many dogs can do that. So, uh, of course, with Bogey Beckham uh, retiring now, Ben Rawlings, I guess, have got a few more other dogs up his sleeve, but uh, that was the flashback with uh, the Top Gun stayers uh, last year with Bogey Beckham this week. Well, Tim, that's our show for another edition of the Dogcast, our fifth episode. Bit of a sad time with the finishing up of Strathalban, but all eyes head towards the Gawler Cup heats and the Gawler Cup final coming up in the coming week and then heading towards Murray Bridge in December. So really good times ahead, and we hope to see you all again next week.